welcome back to the Gains for Girls podcast. Uh, I hope you all are enjoying the holiday season. Today's guest has been on the podcast before, uh, but he's coming back on to debrief what's going on with the Protection of Women and Girls and Sports Act that is hung up in the Senate right now. Uh, we want to debrief Title IX, uh, the recent hearings surrounding this topic, and his bipartisan NIL legislation. Uh, so check out the interview here with Senator and Coach Tommy Tuberville. Well, Senator Tuberville, I am so glad you're back on. Uh, I kind of just wanted to start with getting a few of your thoughts on this hearing that just took place a few weeks ago. Uh, you have members of the U.S. House and even some of your Democrat colleagues who say that our stance is transphobic and bigoted and hateful and the list goes on. Uh, to me, it's I, I mean, it's just incredibly telling when they start name calling, which is what I saw as one of the witnesses a few weeks ago. I saw that the entire four hour long hearing from the House Democrats. And so I just kind of wanted to ask you, you know, why do you think it is that they resort to this? That's what they do. Uh, you know, what they do is they make everybody try to make everybody look like they're the bad, bad person in in the whole thing that's going on. When behind the scenes, it's kind of like in the last election, you know, the election fraud, uh, the Russia collusion, Democrats from all the way from Obama to Clinton, uh, to this last election with Biden, everything that they accuse people of doing, they do themselves. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, but you know, that hearing was, was, uh, very interesting. You, you learn a lot about people, you know, when you get them in front of a group and you basically ask them a question, they didn't normally speak what they believe. And it's disastrous for our country. What some of these people believe it's disastrous for, uh, the nuclear family, uh, a mom and dad, uh, uh, male and female. I mean, they want to change just everything. And if you can remember back, Barack Obama said, we're going to transition this country. Well, they started doing that. Then we had President Trump come in, he stopped it. And then Joe Biden comes in, he continues that motion. And But he's added on, we're going to transition the country, then we're going to build it back better the way more people will enjoy it. Well, I don't know the where they're getting their, their polling from or who enjoys what's going on right now, but it's not very many people are on board with the Biden administration. No way. And, and it's funny because they're, they're doing it in the, in the guise of progress as if we're moving in the positive forward direction. Uh, but what we're seeing, especially in regards to title nine is look, this isn't progress. Uh, this is actually regressive. You know, this is taking us back in time uh, there was a Democrat witness, uh, the sole Democrat witness, who is the president of the National Women's Law Center, which personally, I believe, uh, should change their name to the Anti-Women's Law Center. Um, mm. In her testimony, she said that women should just learn to lose gracefully. Gosh, as a coach, you know, you coach women's sports. You coach, what, 40 years? Uh, what's your reaction to that when, when you hear someone, and again, in the guise of feminism and inclusivity you hear someone say tell women to learn how to lose gracefully what's your reaction uh, one word clueless uh <laughs> she has no clue what's going on she she doesn't understand opportunity competition i've told people this over my lifetime that one of the things that our country has had that's made our country better it is the opportunity to participate in sports at a young age middle age, from high school, junior high, all the way through college, and even make money doing it. But it brings people together. You learn things that you don't learn at home. I learned probably more, and my dad and mom probably 
would uh, not like what I'm saying, but I probably learned more from my high school coaches because I spent more time with them because my mom and dad worked and I spent more time with them and learned uh, things about life uh, that I probably wouldn't have learned at home. And I think you look at a lot of these athletes and uh, I would say as I was coaching, probably half to maybe three fourths of the student athletes had one or no parent. And so you're the coach is actually the parent. And so I was parent to a thousand young men and it didn't make any difference what race, what religion, uh, what uh, economic background. It was, hey, you know, you're part of this team. And if you're going to stay on this team, you're going to work together to, to make this team successful. And to me, that's made the United States of America very, very special because you don't have that in other countries. No way. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, yet we're being told to lose gracefully. What a what a silly notion. Uh, there's a story that broke recently. Um, this is the first time we've heard of something like this happening because it's the first Division One scholarship given a woman's scholarship given to a man. Uh, this is coming from the University of Washington, which is in the Pac-12, about to join the Big Ten next year. Uh, and this is for women's volleyball, which not only is a, is it, of course, unfair at this point. I mean, that's that's unsafe. Um, but you, you were the lead sponsor of the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, which passed actually in the U.S. House, falling entirely on party lines. Uh, but it's hung up in the Senate right now. And so you've been on before, you've talked about this, but is, you know, is there any update as to what this looks like, what we can expect for this piece of legislation in the future from the Senate, or even what we can expect in regards to Title IX from the Biden administration? Yeah, Raleigh, I think that the next year will will be a big year for what you and I are talking about, women's sports and really sports in general, because uh, being here three years, my understanding of what goes on up here, you get more done and people turn back into basically Americans and human beings during an election year. So next year, we've got a national election. We have a presidential election, we have senators running, congressmen. Uh, then we have all the state elections. That being said, the reason I'm saying that is because I think you're going to have some people from the left that just have absolutely washed their hands of what's going on right now in Title IX and women's sports, transgenders, all those things. I think you're going to see some of them come back to reality uh, because if they don't, they're going to lose. And because it is a losing proposition all over the country. I don't care if you're an independent Republican or Democrat. It really shouldn't be about that. It should be about America and giving people opportunities. That's what America stands for, opportunities. And now you start putting, uh, giving scholarships to men to play in women's sports, there will be a lawsuit bigger than any lawsuit you've ever seen over this. That, that can't happen. Uh, you have the Big Ten that's going to step up and say, whoa, hold a minute. I mean, that, and we're stepping off into something that that people don't believe in, and, and it's not fair, and it's not safe. So I, I think that you're going to have a lot of these politicians up here that might be giving us a call and say, Coach, about that pass act you had up. You know, I'm up for re-election, and I can't have this uh, going against me when I'm out campaigning. Hopefully that happens. Yeah. Uh, and it just takes one person, you know, uh, I believe it will be a ripple effect after that. And actually, we've already seen this uh, in California. We have Governor Newsom, 
who's done just that. Now he's vetoing vetoing different bills that a year ago, two years ago, no way he would have vetoed. And of course, like you said, he he's trying to to clear his record here, uh, make it seem as if he's more moderate than he really is. And I, I believe that I, I agree with you. I think that's what we're going to see, too. Um, but now, actually, speaking of kind of bipartisan efforts here, you, uh, along with one of your Democrat colleagues, have been working together to implement the PASS Act. Uh, tell us what this is and, and really how this can benefit sport in general. Well, uh, you, you know as well as I do that this NIL is really tearing uh, college athletics apart. And even now, I saw yesterday in, in my state of Alabama, the legislator, legislative branch is bringing it up to vote on whether high school players can make money. Oh, now, they passed it. Unfortunately, in, in 30 states, it's legal now to pay high school pay players uh, in sports in high school. I don't understand where this is going, but I do know in, in colleges and universities, uh, the NIL is really dividing our, our, our universities. And you're going to have the haves really uh, uh, take over because the ones that have the money, and you know the ones I'm talking about, whether it's basketball or football or swimming, whatever, they're going to be able to afford it. And, and at the end of the day, is what I'm telling everybody, I've done this for a long time, the people that are going to suffer on this is going to be Olympic and women's sports because the money that would normally go to uh, produce women and, and uh, Olympic sports comes from donations and you're not going to have the donations. It's all going to go to the young men or women to play the, to play the game and not going to, to run in budget. So it's going to be a tough time, but uh, you know, the past act, we pushed it. Joe Manchin, and I've been working on it. There's a lot of things that we probably could change to make it better. But at the end of the day, Riley, the Democrats want student athletes to unionize. And I'm not doing that. We cannot, right. we cannot do that. It's about education first, uh, athletics second. And if we unionize student athletes, we, are, we will have huge problems. Of course. Uh, I, I feel like I saw the effects of this at Kentucky. Of course, swimming is not a large revenue sport at any school. Uh, but of course, basketball at Kentucky is huge. Uh, and once this whole NIL deal kind of came to fruition, uh, we saw our basketball players, our football players getting car deals and all kinds of different things. And I, I think it hurts the competition aspect uh, of playing sports. Uh, I, I believe, of course, you know, there can be conversation about what this looks like and how to make compensation fair. But but it's ruining competition as a whole, I believe, um, certain aspects of it for sure. And so I wanted to ask you how the PASS Act and the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, really Title IX, how do those work together and, and go hand in hand? Do they go hand in hand? Well, the, there, there are several things, obviously, financially, uh, financially to be able to support all the the sports now, especially in the women's side and, and the uh, Olympic sports, uh, we got to have money. Uh, now, more and more of these schools are making money, but you can take the, the five big uh, conferences and probably survive to a certain degree, but you're still not going to have the money to buy the better coaches in Olympic sports and women's sports. You're not going to have the, the same budgets for travel and all those things. But you know, we want to equalize it to some degree. Now, I'm, I'm for players if they if they can make money, fine. You know, the end of the day, what gets me 
is the transfer portal is really taking effect. And it's, you know, one year, you're, you know, you, you've got some players and next year they're playing at other, other universities across the country. The young man that just won the Heisman trophy two years ago had played a couple of years at Arizona state and transferred because, because, because of the uh, transfer portal. Now I'm not against transferring. I'm not against the uh, men and women making, making money, but it has to be equalized to some degree because we don't. And as I said, it, it's going to be top heavy and, uh, and guess who's going to be left out. You know, who's going to be left out. It's going to be women's right. sport. Right. Talk about this lawsuit very briefly. That's going on in Oregon over this. Yeah, there was a lawsuit. I think it was filed last week from the women's athletics uh, and they're suing the NCAA and the NIL for, for, for equality of more money is going to men athletes through the NIL than it is to women's athletes. Now it's never going to be the same, but there is going to be some huge discrepancies across the board. I mean, you can't have one or two people on some of these big teams making four or $5 million. And because that's the total budget of probably three or four uh, Olympic sports. And it's just amazing, but I I don't know how it can survive again. I, I think it's good that some people make money doing this, but at the end of the day, it should be about education and athletics. Of course. I wonder if these same, these same women's teams or the same athletic women's athletic department at Oregon uh, or wherever this lawsuit came from, I wonder if they would be just as outraged by this story coming from university of Washington uh, about the male athlete taking the women's scholarship, but you're right. It all, it all goes together. Uh, and again, it all ends ultimately uh, with women becoming the collateral damage in the process. And so Senator Tuberville, uh, we are grateful that you joined. I know you are busy. Uh, you got a lot going on, uh, especially as it's the end of the year. You're wrapping things up, trying to restore sanity, uh, tighten some things up at the border. Uh, lots of really awesome things, uh, awesome things you're advocating for going on. So we couldn't be more grateful for you and your leadership. Uh, and we will certainly be following both the PASS Act and what happens with the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act in the Senate and ultimately what the Biden administration does uh, regarding Title IX. So thank you so much for coming on. Again, we're so grateful for you. Thank you, Riley. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Coach Tuberville is one of the good ones who is trying to stop a lot of the madness coming out of Washington, D.C. and, of course, uh, out of the Biden administration. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, If you like my shirt, Go Woke, Go Broke, uh, you can check it out at Outkick.com. I believe it is buy one, get one 50% off right now for the holiday season. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Again, Outkick.com. I hope you all have the merriest of Christmases, and we will see you next week.